I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I want to remind everybody that we're heard on the air all over the country on AM radio stations, maybe in your area, maybe not. Call your local program director and ask them why they don't play Ground Zero. If they've stopped playing Ground Zero, call and ask why and get us back on in your area. Otherwise, you can listen to us on TalkStreamLive.com from 7 to 10 Pacific Time. And for those who wish to download the shows and listen to them at a more appropriate time, one that's not so late, you can actually go to Aftermath.media and sign up for our, well, it's the final day for March Madness. You get a year, a year's worth of Ground Zero programming for $79, $79 for a year. So uh, we're offering that. It's a savings of uh, a lot of money for those who want to save money, and it's only a yearly uh, renewal. So sign up today. Go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. You have the library. You have access to... Uh, movies. We have, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, study groups, people that uh, uh, have been on the program. We have study groups, library areas for them. It's just a great place to hang out. Plus, we have social media with chat. Say hello to the guys in the chat room. Uh, and of course, uh, you have your own little social media area where you can talk to friends, get news reports, all kinds of great stuff. Aftermath.media. Sign up as March Madness comes to a close. It is the last day for that. So sign up today for your $79 yearly subscription. And it's a great, great value. So I, uh, I've been reading a lot. I have to put myself in a position on the couch so I don't feel any pain. So I have to sit and read, and, and I'm looking at my phone, and then I move over to the computer, and I'm, and I'm going back and forth reading stuff. And I was going back again, and, and, and this is um, – and I have to admit that as I was reading and studying last night, uh, I, I managed to also get in uh, seeing uh, Godzilla versus Kong with Liam, and maybe we'll talk about that another time, but it was it – was, uh, it was a it was a mix of spending time with my stepson watching a movie, doing some reading. I was up pretty much till four in the morning. Uh, of course, you know, pain is a good motivator, right? If you're in pain and you can't sleep, you want to do something with your with your life, keep your mind going, and then eventually you do get tired, you fall asleep, you find a comfortable position, and then you're you know, hopefully all that's going to go away soon because I'm just you know, dealing with this is just difficult for me. But as I was uh, looking over uh, a lot of things and ideas for the show, I was reading some more information that gets leaked out or at least is, is presented by the World Economic Forum. Now, according to the World Economic Forum, the World Bank, and even the United Nations, we are facing, and, and last night I talked about this a little bit when I was talking about uh, being technologically unemployed, we are facing a technocratic revolution that's going to be led by artificial intelligence, robotics, and nanotechnology. This is the future, like it or not. And it's right at our doorstep. And people say, well, I don't see it happening. It doesn't affect me. Just because it doesn't affect you does not mean it's not happening. And there are a lot of people that are losing their jobs to robots. There are a lot of people that are losing their jobs to AI. But one of the things that when you start seeing the technologically unemployed and you start seeing huge reductions in the need for workers, scenarios, tabletop exercises and plans have been already published in the World Economic Forum talking about, well, what they're doing is they're, they're, they're anticipating that people will demand a universal basic income for those who have lost their jobs to robots or technology. Now, from the majority position, 
it looks like a very gray dystopian future. And, and maybe this is what they want because, you know, people demanding their money, they can cut it off at any time if you don't play their game, you see. And so when there are a lot of people, they're a burden on food demand and, and water demand and resource demand. What do you do? Well, you start looking into population control. I mean, think about this. People who do not want to be vaccinated against COVID-19, you're looking at this worst case scenario where you're going to have sick people still, you're going to have this dangling over people's heads, and, and, and they're doing this with the third wave, the fourth wave, the variants or whatever. But there's something that is far more sinister embedded within the Great Reset, and that is the depopulation proposals. And by depopulation, I mean on a grand scale, perhaps taking the planet's roster of humans down to about a billion or even 500 million, if you want to believe what is etched into the Georgia Guidestones. There's an ugly elephant in the room for most of those who think of the darkest conspiracy theories. And the elephant is the possibility that the vaccine is actually going to eventually wipe out some of the population. It's a scary thought, I admit. It. It's a scary thought. And right now, it's, it's anathema to say so. It is wrong. I'm sure people are saying, oh, come on. But see, here's the problem. You can have the darkest conspiracy theory about the vaccine anywhere. You can talk about the vaccines being being scary and I don't want to get the vaccine and I worry about things they're going to put in my body. But when you're thinking about a vaccine that could eventually wipe out a population, it's not without precedent because the technocrats the technocrats have these strange ideas if you if you dig deep within their their philosophies and, and their creeds. But the question always has been, are the technocrats planning on using their vaccines they've hyped up so relentlessly to vaccinate virtually the entire world's population? And will that vaccine be programmed to sterilize 60% or more of the women in the world? Now, at this point, I think most people would have to sit with that for a while, sit and think. And this is a terrifying proposition, I admit, and one that has preoccupied the minds of those that are terrified of getting the mRNA vaccine. Now, I was reading some material produced by Dr. Mike Eden and Dr. Wolfgang Wodark, who both have warned that the Pfizer vaccine will likely impair our ability to procreate. Now, according to the literature I was reading last night, and this is this is pretty scary stuff, keep you up at night, the vaccine contains a spike protein called syncytin-1. Syncytin-1 is vital for the information of human placenta in women. Now, if the vaccine works so we form an immune response against the spike protein, we are also training the female body to attack syncytin-1, which could lead to infertility in women of an unspecified duration. It could mean you could be infertile for a year or two. You could be infertile for the rest of your life. You could be... Uh, fighting uh, against this spike protein for the placenta. But Dr. Mike Eden and Dr. Wolfgang Woodark aren't fringe medics. No, they're not. They, they're not with guys that are pushing pet theories. And this is not some fever dream imagination. Dr. Yeadon was the former head of research and vice president at Pfizer. And Dr. Woodark is an MD, PhD, epidemiologist, lung specialist, and former chairman of the Health Committee of the Council of Europe. So just imagine, imagine this. Imagine how neat that is for the plans of the technocracy. While they have the majority of people terrified, they vaccinate them, and still people have no idea what the vaccine does to them, and yet they will get it because they are terrified. 
This is social engineering at its darkest, everybody. I mean, using fear for social engineering is the lowest form of getting people. Like I said, zombies in a graveyard. You're going to move fast through a graveyard if a zombie's after you. You're going to be terrified enough to get a vaccine, socially engineered to do so. And it's very, very, very effective for those who want population control. Very effective. So when it comes, when it, when it, when it becomes apparent that there are far fewer children being born, they will have a plan to explain it, I'm sure. And from what I've been reading, the population implosion is already underway. And while the vaccine is something that may contribute to it, I'm not saying it does, but I'm saying it may contribute to it. There are plenty of news stories that have been released that are showing that we may be on our way to an unsustainable population. And, and people know that I'm a movie buff. They know that uh, I'm sure I have a movie that I can pull out of my hat or, or a story, science fiction story that I, can, that I can apply this to. And I will. I mean, uh, publishers of science fiction and, and, and those like me who at one time had a fanzine. I mean, I was between radio jobs in the 1980s. and I, I wrote a lot of horror sci-fi fanzines. And, and even though I don't publish it now, I still have a love of science fiction, especially when it applies to everyday life. So as time goes by, I've realized that a lot of science fiction I've enjoyed had created a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I tend to wonder, I tend to wonder if a lot of it creates the revelation of the method or force-structuring of the paradigm. It's like, once again, we talk about retrocausality in this program. It's happening, or it's happened in a movie, and for some reason it came out of the unconscious mind of the person who made this movie, or they had inside information, or something, because now we're seeing that a lot of science fiction is being fulfilled. Now, we all have talked about 1984 being a blueprint. We've all talked about Animal Farm being a blueprint. We all talked about Brave New World by Huxley being a blueprint. The Bible, of course, is one of the most sacred and the most honored and the most revered blueprint. Nostradamus has created a blueprint. Many people who are prophetic have created the blueprint for what we're in right now. And so if you look back at what has been said, and you look back at what has been prophesied, you, you, you tend to understand now that we are living in times that are really the, the, the advent of prophecy. Futurists that have spoken years ago are now seeing that what they had talked about or what they have been talking about is coming to fruition. And it could be bad news for a lot of people, and I think it's time we should pay attention. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.